What's going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and another cover price top 10 for the week ending July 4th. Oh, happy happy uh, pre day, uh, pre uh, belated Independence Day to you all. I hope you guys still have all your appendages and fingers. Happy and Jeff everything. Goldblum Day. Happy Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? That movie still holds up. I'll just I love it. it. Hey, you uh, got to watch that it. shit every fourth. Yeah. yeah, you know, even though Macs, you know, aren't the best computers to use to put up a yeah. virus, but right, you know right. what I mean? It's cheesy, and it's still great that they show that on Independence Day. So uh, every year, man, you got to watch it. So shout out to everybody in the live chat. Um, we're going to do this cover price top 10. It's full of all kinds of interesting stuff that we'll, we'll see what comes to fruition tonight or not. And as always, as you guys are congregating, you know, I want to play you some more DJ Jordan Lee. You can Ooh, find him like on YouTube. Just search for DJ Jordan Lee. So sit back, relax, congregate a little bit and, uh, listen to some music while you guys have a party in the live chat. I got to testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'm a cuss guy. Got to testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day you die, you gon' cuss the sky. You dig it all, baby. Sky high. smile on my face that I was bet awesome you weren't, you weren't expecting some that was awesome. bandros with some kanye with man. some you know what i don't give a fuck i still will. love me some will smith man. Come will, on smith. Now. will smith with some brass monkey happy <laughs> shout out <laughs> everybody in the live chat this is our first show after july 4th on a tuesday hey. i hope you guys had a great weekend say what's good to the people dark side jedi what is good hey happy tuesday top 11 oh, we can call the top 10 plus one the best on youtube that's right you heard it here first which man i'm gonna say what's up to the good people what's up everybody happy fourth of july um fingers crossed i'm not gonna hear any more fireworks in my neighborhood in my backyard uh, tonight it's shit's been going off like it's 
People celebrating the 6th of July. I don't know what the hell's going on. There was fireworks yesterday, too. Like, people still had some shit left over, but I think (laughs) a lot less. How many fireworks did you buy that you didn't finish them, you know? Like, cops would be coming out, but like, all right, we gave you guys a break on July 4th. Let's just stop (laughs) this shit right now. But uh, speaking of which, the show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. And it's top 10 list where we look at the top 10 selling books of the week as far as units sold as well as price percentage jump the show is also sponsored by our good friends over at krscomics.com use discount code of lotlb to get 15 percent off any krs comics exclusives as well as anything in the krs pool box they had a july 4 sale and all the back issues i think it was like 20 25 off hopefully you didn't wow. miss out and hopefully you didn't miss out on this department of truth variant that dropped uh monday i think there's still some copies left uh, don't quote me on that quite yet let me go check right now uh this is the krill yep there's still some left man if you wanted to know it's an homage to matina's gamora number two variant so use discount code lotob to get that dope department of truth book there's still some left it's a uh Department of Truth, number 10, the Kirill Reapin variant. If you want to see his art, go peep him out on Instagram. He does some dope, dope stuff. I was showing some of the fellas. So uh, this top 10 list is very interesting. As the Loki show goes on, it seems like uh, people are starting to really starting to buy up books. Uh, Even though this information has been out there for a couple of months now, uh, different places are really starting to pick up on it and starting to really speculate on this. So we're going to see uh, how how this hits. You guys want to happen, remember what happened with WandaVision, right? So I'm just putting mm-hmm. that out there. So <laughs> right. uh, I'll kick off with the the runner-up, and then uh, Ryan, you're going to take odd, and then uh, Zach's going to take even, right? Right. Yeah, that sounds yep. good to so, me. So uh, speaking of the aforementioned Loki show, coming in at the runner-up is Fantastic Four, Number 272, the great John Byrne run. Speculation believes that the upcoming events of Disney Plus Loki are leading to Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. Kong the Cankerer. While we still don't know how or when this might happen, however, Nathaniel Richards' first cameo, his first cameo, sold for 23 copies, had a seven-day trend of 207% had a high sale of $65 for a CDC 9.2. And this isn't, this is like, this is the read Richard's father's version of Nathaniel Richards. I don't want to even get into the whole like story of Kang and how far it goes, but um, there's been speculative articles since at least June uh, about who is running, uh, you know, if Kang is going to show up and eventually, and the new spec is who actually is running the TVA, right? Because now that we know uh, spoiler alert, uh, they were robots, uh, uh, TVA. So one of the spec that I've read uh, from a website, um, it's actually like a um, like screen rant. One of those, not one of the a YouTuber or you know an app or something. That um, Kang is running the TVA to get rid of all versions of Kang from the timeline, which seems. I mean, it was pure speculation on their part, but I think a lot of people ran with it. But uh, just so you guys put it, I, I reached out to my inside sources, and they haven't heard anything about Kang coming or Nathaniel Richards coming, but because it seems like a rather large character you would hold f- to explain Reed Richards as opposed to Kang, who we know is coming in Ant-Man. By the way, the ant- the actor who's playing Kang in Ant-Man, Jonathan Majors, uh, has come out and denied that he's going to be in Loki. Doesn't mean he'll be name-dropped. And 
we know these actors lie sometimes. You know what right. I mean? So, well, I mean, but, you know, it's, it's interesting. One step closer tonight, right? Yeah, we're going to find out tonight. Apparently, it's like an, uh, they're they're putting two and two together because there's an Egyptian episode. I, you know, I wouldn't put it past that we see Ramatut as opposed to a full blown Kang. You know, um, man, you had a you had a little bit of an an autoism there. You called him Kong the Kangaroo. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Shout <laughs> out to Otto dys- and his dyslexia got you there. Shout out to Otto your... and his G- GCGs. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I, in fact, I actually was like, "Wait, was he making like a funny comment? Do I do I not get the joke here?" Kong I thought it was or... the name of the company. I was like, "Wait, is it Grading Comics Guarantee? Is that what is he? Is he like two steps ahead of us?" Shout out to our man Otto, but got his video taken down. But he had to repost it. He's gonna make sure you check out his show he did with X Illusionary Comics. So number eleven didn't quite make the top ten. Fantastic Four two seventy two. This is back when John Byrne was doing both the art and writing. He did it for a good fifty issues, two thirty two to two eighty two. That's a long run for one uh, artist and writer on the same book, but or uh, doing excuse me, doing the um, the story and the art. So from nineteen eighty four, it's good to see this book get some love, man. I love this entire run, but uh, we will see if it's fleeting or not. I think eventually Nathaniel Richards will come, but it's such a big FF thing that you know I have a feeling. Foggy. I mean, if you look at all the misdirection that WandaVision took, I, I you know, just, I just, yeah, you get it while it's cheap. So that's what we say. You know what I'm saying? All right, Ryan, what do we got up next? Or right, excuse uh, me, Zach. Yeah. Next, we got number 10. We've got no surprise here. You shouldn't, you've been hearing about it all last week as well. Stray Dogs, number one, but we're going to have the blank cover issue here. There are multiple blank copies out there that retain significant value. However, only a few have surpassed a raw market value of $100 plus. This blank for Stray Dogs is one of them. Our guess is that fans of the series might be seeking out their favorite artists to recreate personal favorite horror film posters. To do that, this blank is a must-have, and it's pretty hard to find. This week it sold 12 copies, seven-day trend of 293%, at a high raw sale of $150. Wow, for a blank. Remember, we, well, I think we t- we've talked about on this show that, man, we have not – they don't do blank variants that often anymore, especially an image book, right? I think what might be – pulling this is uh jack the other day was telling me that the artist is allowing people to send in the blanks he's going to draw their dog on the cover and cgc it so i think that might be what Ah. is pulling these books to be a little higher because of that uh, damn now i want opportunity i know smart on him too that uh because now he's gonna is he charging people to do this i don't know no i mean that's i don't i'm not sure about the details yeah because if an artist were, who is registered with CGC, it'll come back as a um, a yellow label 9.8 if you want it. Um, I would say get it. I, I, that art label is for Plus, on a if comic. if you could get your own dog drawn on. Yeah, right. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah, there you go. I got my man. dog on a, a Thanos, which is really awesome. You know, it'd be hilarious if somebody like got it and put their cat on there because they're cat people for all you uh well, cat there people. probably will be a stray cats eventually <laughs> i know right why not hey <laughs> stray hamsters uh you can go on and on so number 10 on the list is stray dogs number one the blank variant so uh it makes sense that you know hey he's like i wonder if he has a deal with cgc where he's like hey i'm gonna do these and uh I never think that these guys are just doing it out of the love of things there there's some deal he has with cgc and he's making some uh some coin on the side some bank but, yeah yeah stray dogs number one the blank variant get your dog on there even if he's an ugly bastard, we all love our dogs, man. So uh, number 10 on the list, Stray Dogs, number one, the blank variant. What do we got for number nine? Well, we have Stray Dogs, number five. This is the Forstner and Fleece horror movie. This looks like a Friday the 13th homage. 
to me, and it's still trending, it makes its reappearance on this week's list. It sold 48 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 106%, and it had a high raw sale of 21 bucks. It's a cool cover, too. Speaking like of slasher films, um, I went to the movies over the weekend to see the, the Purge film, and they showed the trailer. It's the first time I've seen the trailer for Halloween, the new Halloween flick. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I saw it. 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 looks good. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. It looks dope. Looks I got good, yeah. goosebumps in the theater because it was Michael Myers again. They played the music, and it's... Jamie Lee Curtis, it's, man. And it's literally a throwback. It looks like they're going good old slasher film. You know, when's the last time we had a good slasher film, right? That well, the, been, like, pre- the previous one was really good. The one right yeah. before this this one that's coming out was actually really good. The so Rob Zombie old- ones? No, no, no. The, no this is no. a sequel to, to Jamie Curtis, Jamie yeah. Curtis one. Yeah, where you know, uh, it's no spoiler, but she they left them in the bottom of the basement to burn the house down. In the trailer, the firefighters come and say, "We got to put this fire out." When they put the fire out, Michael Myers comes out of the house. So there you go. And <laughs> if you watch the trailer, though, it almost looks like if you remember the original John Carpenter, where the sequel, she's in a hospital. Yep, that's the same as this one. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the hospital. So uh, yeah, and this dude, is uh, I've John- seen. I've seen every single Halloween movie. I'm a massive Halloween fan, dude. Like. Yeah. I've watched all of them. It's my favorite horror like franchise for sure. Yeah, because Michael Myers has a bit of a of an interesting mythos as opposed to uh, Jason, who's just Jason. I mean, you know, bro, he, he just, never runs. That's the scariest thing about him. He never runs. Jason's goofy ass is wearing that hockey mask, chasing people. Michael Myers just like bet run. I'm gonna catch you on foot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it does 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 um uh Jason run? Yes, he does. He does. does he? Guaranteed. Yeah, that's the whole scary thing mm. about those slasher films. Is like my girlfriend said, I'm more scared about slasher films, supernatural films, because they could actually happen. I was like, shit, you're right. Somebody could go. I mean, I don't know if they can go to that level, but number nine on the list is Stray Dogs. Number five, the Forster and Fleeks horror movie variant. I'm pretty sure the next horror movie variant they do will will be a hot as well. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know. All right, what do we got for number nine? Speaking of uh, Loki spec, number eight. Oh, no, this is Loki. No, what do you got for number eight? Yeah, number eight, we got Thor 617. And yeah, this is a little bit more uh, Loki spec here. Speculation turned out to be true as we witnessed the reveal of Kid Loki at the end of Loki episode four. No, this is number eight. This issue saw a boost in sales and prices with 45 copies sold and a seven-day trend of 119% and a high sale. No, no, no. Hey, Zach, I think you're reading the wrong one. Thor 617? Yeah, well, I have the graphic. So read number seven. I'm sorry, the graphic. So number the graphics for number eight. So I think oh. uh, on the list. So go ahead. Gotcha. But okay. There we go. <laughs> so uh, the spoiler for the next one. So there you go. <laughs> so, so number sorry. eight on the list is mix up here. Number yeah. eight on the list is Tales of Suspense number sixty two. This saw a spike after the recent Shang Chi trailer revealed the Mandarin, his Ten Rings, the Great Protector Dragon, and the Abomination. This particular issue featuring the Ten Rings and the Mandarin's origin, as well as the Dragon Axon Car, who might be the Great Protector Dragon in the trailer. Due to this, it sold 41 copies, seven-day trend of 137%, high sale of $250 for a PGX 8.0. So if you do some 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 bit of a deep dive in this, um, um, Simu Lu, who plays Shang-Chi in the movie, has said that, you know, they're not doing the whole Fin Fang Foom thing, so they're not going to be doing the alien thing. Uh, the, the actual, there's actually a toy from Funko that came out called the Dragon the Great Protector. It's a water dragon, which, you know, has... To Chinese mythos, you know, there's all types of dragons. There's celestial dragons from the heavens. There's air dragons. There's fire dragons. There's water dragons. So I think from what they're saying is they want to 
they want to stay true to the Chinese mythos, especially the, for the Chinese market. So they're not going to have an alien crash landed in China and then took over what they thought was a dragon. You know, I think they're really going to go on with the, the mythos of it. Because if you follow this version of it, this is literally the dragon people that crash landed on in ancient China and they are their aliens and they took the form of a dragon. Cause that's the first thing they saw before the man who killed them and took the 10 rings. But you know, I mean, it's been out there for a while now. So in name only or not in lame, it's got the dragon's name is the great protector. Um, so, and you saw it in the trailer when Shang-Chi was in the water and you see it's, it's basically an Asian dragon. And I say Asian dragon, because if you think about, um, uh, in the UK and th- th- those type of traditions, if you think about those dragons, like the dragons on Game of Thrones, flying dragons look totally right. different than what you would consider an Asian dragon when you see like on Japanese and Chinese tattoos mm-hmm. uh, and all those. Because I literally have a water dragon tattooed on me because that's where, you know, where, um, you know, but there's, I've seen some articles where they're saying, oh, it's, you know, there's all different types of dragons in Chinese mythology um, and also in, um, Feng Shui, believe it or not. And if you think about, you know, food dogs and all these these different things for protection. So in the great, like, if you think about the great dynasties of China, um, the dragon has always been the protector of the kingdom, right? And here's an interesting factoid about that is when the uprising of the common people against the the imperial uh, cities... They use a tiger as a symbol of the upcoming to rise up against the people. That's why you always see like a, a lion or tiger dancing with a dragon. Uh, the, it's just kind of an interesting thing. But um, so uh, this one is very specific because it's not even the first appearance of that character. The first appearance of that character is in a modern book. Um, the character uh, Dragon Exxon Carr. It was, and this is shown in a flashback, but his first appearance is in a, I do believe it's an Iron Man book that takes place, uh, is is a modern era book. But, you know, um, this book is hard to find in a high grade, but, you know, just be careful. You know, um, they can just so, you, I mean, from everything you've read, they've kind of changed, they changed around some of the things of the origins of Shang-Chi. You know, obviously his name is Wang Wu now. He's not uh, Fu Manchu for obvious reasons. You know, they don't want to piss off the largest uh, box office outside of the United States. But I do believe this is the first time we've had a top sale PGX on this list or the Shakers list at all, to be honest with you. But um, so, so is it is it Shang or Shang? Because we're getting Shang. a lot of people in the comments. Brick Hunter says it's Shang, not Shang. And I've heard other people say it as well. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I thought it was Shang. Yeah, it's Sean. Even I mean, in the trailers, Kevin, they don't even say his name, do they? No, Kevin Feige and Simu Lee have both came out. Go follow Simu Lee's uh, Twitter and Instagram, and he and he says what the pronunci- uh, correct pronunciation is, Shang-Chi. And when Kevin Feige first announced it at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, he even came out and said it's Shang-Chi. So uh, S-H-O-N-G. So, I mean, you know, who knows? You know, Mandarin base or whatever, but, you know, just going by, hey, I'm just going by what Feige and Simu Lu says, man. So, Narayana List, Tales of Suspense number 62. If you're speculating, alien dragons are going to be in Shang-Chi and uh, the Ten Rings. I really, I was telling you guys, I think the character Zhang Li, which is Shang-Chi's mother, I think she's from Kung Lun. I don't, I'm just saying, man, she's wearing the same colors as Iron Fist. So, and they, huh. and in the trailer, Michelle Yeoh says, you have a bit of your mother and your father in you. And the, the mother's name is Zhang Li. And so, and there's a fun cover and her outfit is green and gold, just like uh, the Iron Fist. So I don't know, cool. man, but the, here's the cool thing. She doesn't exist in the comics. It's just a character they created for um, the movies, but 
doesn't matter. People will look for the first female Iron Fist ever, you know, just <laughs> right. because it matches up, right? So what do we got for number seven, uh, which we already spoiled? Well, number seven, if you were paying attention, <laughs> is Kid Loki, ladies and gentlemen. So we had the reveal that the spec was true, and uh, his first appearance in this issue for six, uh, 617 uh, saw a nice boost in sales, and it had... Uh, 45 copies sold, a seven-day trend of 119%, and it had a high sale for a CGC 9.8 of $450. That's pretty pretty awesome. Nice. Damn. So, um, you know, our friend uh, Silver Age on um, Instagram, he mm-hmm. had showed me a comic that's really interesting. And it's the first appearance of Young Loki, who is not exactly the same as Kid Loki, but that's another book that, you know, it's in Journey into Mystery, and it, and it shows... It basically shows Loki and Thor when they were kids. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, they can, uh, you can do a little bit of everything, man. But uh, we're going to see you tonight. We're going to see what Kid Loki's all about. Uh, what's just incredible to me is why it's like you waited now to buy for 450 bucks. And when the guy was right. cast, they pretty much said he's playing Kid Loki. Um, yeah. Well, he had a weird name, too. His name is like Jack something. Jack, uh, whatever his name is. Um, but I mean, they, they showed it in the end of the last episode <laughs> and I think Ryan is still looking for alligator for alligator <laughs> or crocodile. I'm not sure which one, but I'm finding it. I'm finding it. So we need to have crocodile Loki up against frog Thor is basically <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Jack Veal. That's his name. It almost sounds like a fake name. Jack Veal is the, is the kid's name. And if you search Jack Veal, when he was first casted, they already said, it looks like he's going to be playing uh kid Loki. Uh, so way back when, but you know, once he shows up, people started buying it. So if you were paying attention, you could have got this book for a real cheap. I mean, you know, people have been kind of been specking on it for a while now, but, um, so I like this. Uh, it's all about Aloki. I can't even say that. Uh, Alalokigator. I like that. Or we can say Lokigator or just say Lokigator or, uh, Crocolok. Uh, anyway, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. There was another poster where it's like, um, Loki around what looks to be the cast of Time Bandits mashed up with Mad Max. <laughs> this is what the only way I can put it, man. So it'd be, I'm really curious tonight when uh, when I watch the episode, like when they get pruned, where do they go? Because obviously they didn't get killed, right? Right, right. So where did uh, Mobius and Mobius show up? I hope it's Ooh, somewhere where there's jet skis. That's just for my own gratification. <laughs> I hope wherever he goes, it's land, wa- it's land, ba- it's water based, and he has himself a jet ski. Because yes. I will get, it would be a great. He's in Tahiti little- with Colson, bro. There you go. You know, it'd be a great little nod to just finally give him a jet ski at the end of the episode, just like a bonus, you know, a little bonus thing. But I have a feeling Mobius and Mobius is not a good guy. That's all I'm saying. All right. So number seven on the list is Thor number 617 from 2010. Great cover, too. This is a great run, too, by the way. All right. What do we got for number six? Number six, we've got Black Panther number three from 2016. So this issue featured the first cover appearance of the Midnight Angels, which is the Strike Force subgroup of the Dora Milaje. Many sellers were incorrectly calling this issue their first appearance, despite first appearing in Doom War number five. Still, this news helped move 42 copies with a seven-day trend of 156% and a high raw sale of $10. Boom, 10 bucks. Not bad for a yeah, dollar <laughs> bin middle of the – yeah, right? Yeah. Who was getting this wrong? I don't understand. Like, did did some YouTuber come out and say, say hey, this is the first Dora Milaje? I mean, I thought that was established already that the where the first Dora Milaje appeared. But anyway. This no, is it's what- not, not the first Dora Milaje. The, 
the first Midnight Angels, the Strike Force subgroup. Oh, the team, the sub team of yeah. assassins of uh, yeah. So the assumption is they're going to be appearing in the uh, Wakanda spinoff series, right? I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. You're going to do like a. You got to bring a lot of Wakanda characters into it, and we have a big black hole missing with you know Black Panther gone. So. There's a lot of characters we can bring in to fill that. Yeah, so. you know, it'd be cool. Like, you know how they always talk about they, they have agents in Black Panther. Remember how they said they have agents across the, the world? Yeah, no? I think the War Dogs. I think that would be an awesome, awesome, like, series to just do, like, all their little spies in the different countries and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that would that would be dope. Um, Make it happen. You're at the Avengers campus, they have these chicks that are the Dormelage, and I was like, man, are they from the sh- movie? Because, damn, they look dead on like it's shaved wow. heads and everything. It's pretty <clears throat> badass. They do this little thing. They do a little parade, and they do the outfits and everything, a little Dormelage kick. Uh, so there you go. So incorrectly spec, Black Panther number three is number six on the list nonetheless. Remember we had that damn uh, Robin book when, uh, when Punchline was a thing? Remember that? Mm-hmm. And that Robin book just kept on showing up for like at least two or three weeks before I finally realized that she Nightwing, was not in Nightwing it. book. Nightwing, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Not the Nightwing book that everybody thought that Punchline was in. Hey, good for Punch. Our uh, Nightwing got him some sales, right? So there you go. Number six on the list is Black Panther, number three from 2016. Still a dope cover too, by the way. Yeah, I think that cool. cover. Like it. All right. Ooh, just got some X Factor love here. What do we got for number five? Yeah, we got X Factor number ten. This is the Baldian character design variant. And this issue and all variants were hot this week due to it featuring Death of Scarlet Witch. Seeing how heavily Scarlet Witch was being developed in the MCU, this death may be short-lived. However, this design variant sold 34 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 209% uh, and had a high raw sale for 30 bucks. Yeah. Hmm. We shall see. I mean, she's... I mean... We got the death of uh, Scarlet Witch coming. Uh, apparently, we got the death of Doctor Strange coming. So anybody who reads comics, we all know what that means, right? They'll be back in a year when they reboot something. But uh, yeah, it's kind of um. So with this one, it was like the end of the the big gala event, and next up, you got this miniseries, The Trial of Magneto, because Magneto's being accused of the murder of Scarlet Witch. So. It is interesting. This is, it's funny though that this book's on here because even being a big X Men fan. This X Factor run was not awesome. Just so see that this, this book like on a, and this is the last issue in the series. They canceled the series after this issue. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's a little too many X titles books. You know, I hope eventually they just pare them down to maybe like three or four. I mean, X can X Men, X Force, an X Factor book, and you know, they uh, when they, they did that whole relaunch and reboot, I think it was a bit overwhelming. Uh, the amount well, they've of been X- getting, they've been ending them. Uh, Cable's ending soon. X Factor ended, Fallen Angels ended. So it's like they have a few that come in for just a few titles or a few issues and then they get rid of it and stuff and they kind of cycle in. But you got your X-Men, your Wolverine, your X-Force, and then New Mutants. That's kind of like the mainstays. Yeah. So there you go. X Factor number 10. I don't have an X, I had an X Factor book in... I don't remember how long. The Baldian character design variant. Little... Uh, sideways uh vertical action for or a horizontal action excuse me i'm totally dyslexic today all right (laughs) number five on the list x factor number 10 what do we got for number four oh shit that's me (laughs) i'm all confused now i'm not even paying attention yeah number four we've got white number one from black mask studios 
This new issue from a re-emerged Black Mask Studios was instantly hot when copies hit the aftermarket. Initially, it was reported that this first issue was limited to 2,500 copies. However, it has been reported that those sales increased significantly due to high demand. Regardless, aftermarket sales were on fire as it sold 44 copies, had a seven-day trend of 274%, and had a high raw sale of $150. Wow. Black Mask Studios. I'm trying to remember. What's the last thing that they did? No idea. Not familiar I've with seen this. Them. I've seen them before. Um, I can't remember, though, what they did. I might even have some some old or black mask stuff. You know it is? It's a bad idea. They restarted, they rebranded <laughs> themselves as black as black mask. Right. Um, so uh yeah, it's I don't know if you guys Yeah, I don't know if you've been watching him do his rounds, but it, it's so like, dude, stop being stop it. Stop it. You know. They keep on parroting the same land. Bad idea as we know it is gone now. And they're trying they're being all depressed and sad, like, dude, stop it. We we see what it is. We, it's cool, all right? You don't have to like play the role and be like all depressed like your fucking dog ran away and fucking got ran over by a truck. Oh, that is depressing though, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh Black Mass Studios with white number one. Look at that. No raw one fifty already for a book that just came out. Keep at it, keep at it, y'all. All right, what do we got for number three? Number three is Black Cat Annual Number One, and in this issue, Marvel introduces a new South Korean team called Tiger Division, with a lineup of Black Cat, White Fox, Luna Snow, The General, Mister Enigma, Gunnar Two, and Anti 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 Anti. Wow, that's <laughs> an interesting name. Uh, any new team or character is instantly hot these days, and this was no exception as it sold 64 copies and had a seven-day trend of 216%, and it had a high raw sale of $30. Let me help out Ryan with his regional accents and call it Auntie Auntie. So that way auntie, it, uh, yeah, instead of Auntie Auntie. Oh, Auntie Auntie. auntie. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That was my... Like your aunt, like like an <laughs> yeah. uncle. So it's Auntie uh, Auntie. There you go. Auntie, Much auntie, better. Thank you. you. It's, his, it's his Midwestern uh, accent. You know? He's going to ask you guys if you guys have any pop in a second. So, yeah, uh, I want to pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dope cover, though. But there it goes with the first appearance of teams again. So we shall see what happens, man. Black Cat Annual number one coming in at number three. We're almost there, boys and girls. What do we got for number two? I'm almost afraid to talk about it. <laughs> number two, we've got Fantastic Four, number 273. So as noted, speculation believes that we'll be seeing Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. Kong the Kankerer, in the next few episodes <laughs> of Loki. <laughs> While this is still unconfirmed... Just, collect- <laughs> he just went King Kong on us. <laughs> <laughs> While this is still unconfirmed, collectors actively sought after Nathaniel's first full appearance and cover in this issue. Sold 45 copies, had a seven-day trend of 342%, had a high sale of four hundred dollars for a CGC nine point eight. You know they could really um, go way out there with the spec, and I'm surprised they haven't yet because Reed Richards hasn't been introduced well, yet. But remember I, that I, whole I, run where there's like a universe of Reed Richards, like they're every yeah. from every multiverse, yeah. the Council of Reeds. Yeah, that would be dope. That fits perfectly in Loki, right? But also, wasn't the Judge the 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 character who is the Judge? Isn't she like? in love or was in love with Kang. Richard or Kang, Kang. in the uh, comics with, the, with Kang, the conqueror. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no Kang. So and there's is a in lo- Kang is in love with her. So what Kang does to try to win her is he brings the Avengers 
from time so he could fight them to win over her affections. We're talking about the the girl Ravona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's it, Ravona, right? So this this keeps on leading to my spec that I think that Mobius M. Mobius is a Kang variant because I think he has affections for Ravona. So I'm just it's my wild spec that you know Mobius M. Mobius doesn't know it, but he's a Kang variant that got pulled from some other weird, you know, timeline or something like that. Because I still think like, you know, the, the thing is now we know that the TVA doesn't really exist. So condolences to everybody who was really specking hard on the first appearance of the TVA and the timekeepers, which it's just classic kind of Disney plus Marvel curveball where they're like, just like what they did with Spider-Man. Remember where they were like, everybody was specking on molten man and water dude and all those other characters when there was right. just, yeah, well, here's a nice little homage to them, but we're not truly using them. But so the question is who is behind the TVA? I'll ask both of you guys. What do you guys think? I actually, I'll ask Manimal since Ryan doesn't, is not deep into the Marvel lore. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I I could see Kang being behind it. Um, it makes sense. You're talking about time travel. There's really no villain necessarily more in time tied in with time travel than Kang the Conqueror, who is by far one of the most convoluted bios of all time. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that. Um, do I think Nathaniel Richards? I'm I'm in agreement with you that I just I don't see. I could see a name drop. I don't see a casting for Nathaniel Richards coming before you have a Reed Richards. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's a way to like placate the viewers and prep you for Fantastic Four. So possibly, but I don't well, know. I, I mean, if you think about how WandaVision uh, basically sowed the seeds for, and the end credits were like, hey, you know, this is building up to, um, you know, Into the Multiverse Mortal, of Madness and. You know, some other stuff, Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended with some stuff. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see, I mean, because somebody is running the TVA or at least somebody set up this, this whatever. To operate on its own. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Ravona, maybe it's her because, I mean, she kind of been. I don't think think it's her because she was, she was a cog in the machine. And then I think she got promoted. And once you get promoted, you kind of like are allowed to know the truth, but I bet you, but she, she, but she knows that uh, like they're all variants though. And they got their memories wiped. Right. She knows that, yeah. but I don't think she knows who's actually in charge either. Yeah. So it could be, no, it's not Mephisto for God's sakes. It could be, I don't know. We never, I mean, um, but you know, either way, I mean, it's interesting to see, I mean, like, I don't know. Fantastic Four is so far away yet they haven't even cast it yet. So man, is it is it? It would be almost man. It's a little bit too early to uh, say it's Nathaniel Richards uh, in name uh, only, and then not have a FF movie for what two or three years. Kevin Feige's came out and said they're not even going to announce casting by this year. So it, they still have a lot of stuff on their plate. So to say it's Nathaniel Richards, but. Like I said, the go watch JLS comics video on the history of Kang the Conqueror and all the different iterations of him, you know, from Kang the Conqueror to Amortis uh, to, yes, Nathaniel Ramatut, who was obviously the Egyptian theme, which the people are. There's a speculation that this tonight's episode or the last episode is going to have it's going to take place in Egypt. And so that's where they're tying the two together. Right. So if you're going to say that, why not just throw Moon Knight in there as well? Well, and to to clarify. To clarify, Kang is not Nathaniel Richards. He's the namesake of Nathaniel Richards. Exactly. Yeah. So he's not. 
I think people are getting that confused. Everyone's like, oh, buy Nathaniel Richards because he's king. That's not true. He's named after Reed's father. He's a futuristic descendant of Reed and Yeah, that's why this is king. this is truly the first appearance of Reed Richards' father. Right. Yeah, yeah not king. That's why yeah, yeah, I mean that's I mean it's also I think it's it's people who are like trying to like, hey man, get this cheap book because guess what? We can't afford the first appearance of Kang, which is <laughs> the really true spec, right? Is the first yeah. appearance of Kang the Conqueror where this is easily a, a this was a easily a dollar bin book, but I think this book started picking up when you know it's like the ripples of of spec. Hey, time travel's involved. Well, I mean, pick up Kang, and you would have been smart to as soon as you found when you watched Endgame. And do you remember when Endgame first saw, the, before it came out? There was rumors that Qu Kang was going to be hidden in the Quantumverse and inside the Endgame because oh, simply, yeah. I mean, it's process of elimination, right? If it has to do with time travel, it's probably Kang is what they're saying. You know what I mean? It just it's just one of the things. If it's the devil, it's it's supernatural. It's probably got something to do with Mephisto. Uh, one of the craziest things I heard is, and I sent you guys this. Uh, this is where we're at with Spec kids boys and girls uh for those who watch this channel you guys are probably more familiar with youtube channels or apps or our social media i don't i don't like to call myself an influencer so i'm not damn sure you're not going to call anybody else an influencer but youtubers and instagrammers social media types and they, they love doing and it's fun as long as it doesn't hurt anybody and people are just paying inordinate amounts of money but a yahoo article seriously said this TikToker has a theory. I was like, oh my God, really? A TikToker has a theory? You're going to run with that? And their spec was Baron Mordo is running the TVA. That's, oh where, that's where we're at it right now. Okay. That's so th this is a real article on Yahoo, one of Yahoo's opinion pages. And it said, a TikToker, has, that's, uh, it's just like, if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, go to Reddit, where 90% of it is bullshit. And what, every now and then somebody will post something that actually comes to fruition. But it's like, listen, if you shoot 50 bullets, you're bound to hit somebody once, right? Uh, that's a horrible analogy. Unless you're a stormtrooper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, clones, they were they were bred to shoot really well. That's the difference, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they said, the reason they said it is Baron Mordo wants to rid the world of magic. And so he's using the different, the time variance authority to get rid of magic users. And if you think about it, Lady Loki and Loki are magic users, but what about all the other people they're pulling in? So I don't know. I mean, you know, I would think something like Baron Mordo, which was way out there, but well, let's see. They talked about the nightmare universe and they talked about vampires so that we got that to look forward to. Yeah. So Dracula is running the TVA. Yeah. 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 Blade. It's blade yep. all along. Yep. Yep. I tell you, I'm, as soon as I saw it was, uh, when I saw that line, you know what? That, you know, Morbius is actually Morpheus. <laughs> Mobius and Mobius is Mobius, is Mobius and Mobius. Yeah, yeah. that that's got to be a fake name, man. I'm telling you, I'm I'm still I'm still clinging on that I think Owen Wilson is a, is a is a variant of Kang and he doesn't know yet. I think Lady Loki is gonna touch because she hasn't woken him up yet, right? She hasn't woken up um, Mobius and Mobius. Mm -mm. I think she's gonna wake him up and he's gonna have a flashback to Egypt. Or some shit like that. I don't know. Somehow. It's just a weird feeling I have. Mobius and Mobius is not who he really is, is what I'm thinking. So we shall see. It'd be curious if he does get woken up. Because he still thinks he, he doesn't. The only memory he has is a jet ski. Which could be, I don't know. We're getting way into the weeds. Anyway, Fantastic Four, number 273. The first appearance of Nathaniel Richards, who is coming to Loki, maybe. I'm not saying Nathaniel Richards isn't coming. I just don't think he's coming yet. I definitely think there's, you know, there's a storyline for that, that they wanted to use the FF4 because it makes more sense. But uh, we shall see. But, you know, your best bet, go get Kang. That's the best book to get. All right. So what do we got for number one? Well, if you hadn't guessed it, 
The death of Scarlet Witch is a huge driver of sales this week. Collectors were clamoring for this surprise development for this under-ordered X-Series. It sold 142 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 563%, and it had a high raw sale of $45. Wow. Really? Amazing. Okay. For the death, yeah. a bunch of... Now, Zach, you of, read this. Are there yeah. any first appearances in here, or is it just, no, just because and, it's a death? And, and in fact, her death is off panel. So it's like you don't see it happen. It's just they come in and her body's laying on the ground. So so flip this book uh, quickly is what you're saying. You know, to be yeah. honest, I just sold this. <laughs> I'm so pissed about this, actually. I just sold this whole run for $45. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the death of Scarlet Witch, who's coming off one of her uh, her own series on Disney Plus, and she gets killed off panel. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm... Could be a fake. I mean, do you remember? I mean, do you remember the death of Hulk when uh, Hawkeye shot him through the eyeball with the arrow? That was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he came back, but uh, she is... has there been a hero a hero that hasn't come back? Captain Marvel, Marvel, yep. Ben Parker. Marvel, yeah, I think he's been a clone. Well, he's not a hero, back. though. You know who? Captain actually, Marvel. you, you want to know one? You yeah, want to know is. who? I, I got you. Ben I got Parker. you right here. The original Thunderbird has never came back from the dead. Yeah, there was a new version of him, like a war or something. What was his name? Well, there's Thunderbird. There's been other Thunderbirds, but yeah. it's not him. No, Marvel has literally never come back. There's been clones of him, and he's had kids. And uh, but the original member, they had the whole death of Captain Marvel. Gra- yeah, maybe yeah. because that graphic novel was so great, the death of Captain Marvel, where Thanos comes back and says, "I can bring you back to life." He goes, "You don't have to die because you are my greatest adversary I've ever had." One of the best panels in uh, all of comics. If you haven't read the death of Captain Marvel, that one is really good. But I'm trying to think who else, man. Uh, besides Jack of Hearts. <laughs> if you really want to go deep into the weeds, remember Jack of Hearts? I, I think it was Avengers Disassembled. He showed up in the front of Avengers Mansion yep, and the Jack of Hearts just exploded. Boom, yeah. man. I was like, God damn, there ain't no coming back from that. Um, hell, even Puck came back. At one point, Puck was in hell. I was reading this weird title, and I think Wolverine went to hell and Puck yeah. was there. It's Wolverine. Like, what did Puck hell, do yeah. to get thrown in hell? That's messed up, man. There's man. something about, you guys got something against little people. Don't we got souls? So they ended up in uh, you know, uh, whatever. Shout out to Puck, man. That's our dude. Puck. All right, so that's it, boys and girls. We took up 45 minutes of your life. Now you can go back to watching the yeah. uh, finals that nobody's gonna watch because the Greek freak is not gonna play. So I got the Suns in five. Uh, that's my prediction. Uh, if the Greek free plays, it'll be the Suns and Six. That's my prediction for sports for today. So go buy that NFT for Sports Call, and uh, that's where it is. So, hey, I'll be live at 1 a.m. tonight. With, no, I'm just kidding. My review of Loki. Fuck that shit, man. We'll I want to find I'm out gonna, who the alligator is once and for all. Uh, Brian, I think that alligator is dead. <laughs> I think Loki literally makes a purse out of him. Um, oh, so disappointing. That could be the greatest of, character of all time. Yeah. Well, there's a throg. You always got to yeah, throg. You know what? Throg. Maybe. I can't one, say one can throg. It's throg is such a hard. It's like the person who invented the word lisp is just fucking with people who have lisp because it has that ISP in it. But anyway, Ryan, any last words? Hey, as always, just thank you for joining us Tuesday nights. Um, I'm looking forward to heading to LA. It's getting close. And we're going to drive down to San Diego to the KRS uh, signing, the Clayton Crane signing. That's going to be awesome. That's right. On the 16th. Chula Vista, California yep. at, at KRS Comics HQ, 871 Herald Place, Suite 303 in yeah. Chula Vista, California. I mean, we'll take you to the gas. Coming to the West Coast. Let's do it. 
Let's take it to Gasland. We'll get a few drinks in you, man. We'll, and then we'll, we'll figure out between me, you, and Bobby who's the most sober to drive back to uh, LA <laughs> County. From. All right. We can. Hey, my brother works at San Diego PD, so he can give us an escort all the way up to the there San Diego County line. So Perfect. then uh, once we get in Orange County, we're on our own, though. We got to figure that shit we can out, make bro. It. Yeah. Any last words, Manimal? No, great show. Um, thanks for everyone for joining up. Check out the Comic Con podcast if you're interested in this new thing. Whatnot? We have one of the main guys on there, Jack, aka Mr. Bolo, who you see on here on the Movers and Shakers on Thursdays. He's on the show talking about it, giving us the rundown on all the information. So check that out, and uh, see you next week. Jack seems much more knowledgeable than those two people they have constantly appearing on their their social media, which I have no comment on. But let's just pick two people for their faces and voices, but don't really have much respect in the comic market. But did I say that out loud? Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, man, we'll be back Thursday for the Shakers list. And uh, I believe Sunday I got a scoop jam with Ooh, Mikey Sutton. And he hasn't even told me what it is yet. And he said that it's going to be big. So we shall see, man. If you haven't, check out our show from Sunday. We did a long-term spec for Brother Voodoo. And there's some cool little weird books in there, man, that you may be able to find on a cheap, man. But uh, Brother Voodoo Disney Plus series is coming to Disney Plus, And they're going to be pulling on some very interesting characters um it's not all and you know try to find some books first meeting of moon knight and uh brother voodoo first meeting of um who's the other dude anyway go watch the video i forgot already man i, I did on sunday right before all the fireworks hit man so uh so we'll see you thursday at 6 p.m for the shakers list until next time boys and girls keep digging in them long boxes and peace, peace out